I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. I swear these other podcasts are just a waste of time. I'm skipping through them. I'd rather listen and change my mind. Wes and Nick always help me through my daily grind. Your favorite guys, your favorite lines, change my mind. Yeah. So, Nick, do you want to hear about uh, how emasculated I've been this week? Sure. Uh, so, of course, we're uh, broadcasting to you from uh, Massachusetts, the good old Commonwealth of Massachusetts here. We right. had an Arctic blast come in oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, over the week here. Uh, my heat has not been working. Now, I received a tip from our awesome producer that it might be uh, you know, my lack of antifreeze. But I didn't listen to him. I kind of just threw it off to the wayside and didn't okay. take his advice on that. And um, it was getting really bad. Like I was, I was like freezing. You know, and we're mm-hmm. about to get in like negative degree weather. I was almost ready to bring it into the shop and ask like what was going on with it. But I was like, you know what? I'll do one last ditch effort mm-hmm. and just buy some antifreeze at you know the Seven Eleven, pour it in, and then hope that it works before this freeze comes in. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned if Tim wasn't right. Wow, really? Now, now, now it worked out great. That's awesome. Now that's fourteen bucks out of my pocket. That's mm-hmm. an easy fix, an easy solution to everything. But imagine if I went to my auto body and was like, "Hey, my heat's not working. Do you mind checking it out?" And oh, yeah, they yeah. came back to me and was like, "Dude, you just need antifreeze in your yeah, car." Ninety bucks later. Yeah. Well, not even like I don't think I could show my face there. Like I'd have to find a new mechanic in town. Like I'd have to like, yeah. ditch all my other places. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I could possibly do that. So that tells you. Um, how be, much of a man I'm really not. Yeah, no, no I, I never doubted that for a second, despite your flannels that you constantly wear. Right, well, that, I'm trying to put on airs right now, you know? Oh, uh, yes. It. Well, the shoulder pads look good, too. Oh, yeah, that is nice. Well, I got, I got broad shoulders. Yeah. Uh, but welcome back. Episode 3, Change My Mind Podcast. We're we got rolling. the Fry Guy, Nick Fryer here, and uh, Wesley Sykes, as always. Three episodes in. You ready? Uh, you want to come back for more? Yeah, absolutely. I will admit from uh, last episode where we talked about the Punisher, I want to come clean on the air. Yes, that, lay it on me. Yes. So I uh, was ranking the characters from the Punisher for Screen Rant, and I don't want to give too much away, uh, but if you listened to last week's episode and you see my list, which will come out on Wednesday... Mm-hmm. Then you will find that Wes kind of, I don't know if I will say he changed my mind, but he definitely broke me down. Come again? One more time? Yeah, I didn't hear that I correct. will say that I don't think that you necessarily changed my mind, but you kind of broke me down a little bit where I had to make a decision. Oh, and, my God. And I this think is I, great. I got, I got like two hard nipples right now. I'm getting off on this stuff. You're like Adam Levine at the Super Bowl, actually. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. That, they, see, now, my, I was I was with, uh, again, our friend Brendan Curie. Yeah, watching shout the Super out Brendan. Yeah. Yes, and he, uh, we, we were watching, and I was like, Man, if if you're going to take your shirt off for the Super Bowl or, or anything like that in a public setting and you're this big time Hollywood, any, or no, you got to be cut up. Exactly. He, he was, was a little flabby. Like he, he wasn't like, it wasn't like fat or anything. Skinny just, fat. Yeah. He yeah, was yeah. a normal, he was a normal human being, I would say. Right. But if you're, if you're in Hollywood and you have the means to, you know, whatever PEDs, you need, you're not, you know, you're not playing yeah. sports. You, right. you got to do what you got to do to get jacked. I understand that. That's what they do in the movies all exactly. the time. And how long has he known he's going to be in the Super Bowl? Are you right. singing at the halftime yeah. show, being the main guy? It was awful. Yeah. 
It was it, well. The debt was how too great. badly did the rest of Maroon Five mismanage their money? Where they still have to go on tour with that douchebag? Did you get a lot of reaction from that tweet on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, I saw um, that. I got a couple likes. You I did? got a couple likes on there. Okay. Yeah, a couple people tapped twice. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Not as much nice. as I, I think it deserved. That's why I <laughs> used it again. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad. I joke. figured I'd recycle it. Yeah. Did I like it? I don't think I did. I don't think so. No. No. no but sure. you clearly saw it. Yes. And then oh, you passed I by. And I, I definitely <laughs> gave it a. Huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But there's a lot that happened in the Super Bowl, not so much on the field, uh, right. but more in the commercials. We, yes. We saw um, the, think, two, the two biggest things. I think that's where we're going to start things off today, yeah, right? Absolutely. So we'll start with the uh, Avengers um, Endgame Super Bowl spot, I guess, teaser? Yeah, it was a teaser. I think that was a teaser. And that was early. That was like the first commercial break, yeah, wasn't I was, it? Yeah, I did not know. I, I should have known if I checked Twitter, it was all over the place. Right. Um but the biggest thing for me coming out of it, and my first reaction was, is Rocket on Earth? And then one of my uh, coworkers at Geeks Worldwide uh, quote tweeted me and said, yeah, he was there in, Avenger, in Avengers Infinity War, too. Right, Infinity he was in Wakanda, War. yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah, damn it, I forgot about that. But either way, he's still on Earth, and I was pretty stunned by that. Um, I, Rocket's my guy right now in the MCU. Look, Thor's really risen up the charts. Yeah. But Rocket, I, I never want to go with who's mainstream, who I feel is mainstream, and I don't think Rocket is. I don't think he ever will be, A, because he's a raccoon, right. and B, well, because he's just not that the... Tip, you, know, you can't build around Rocket. No, but we're almost towards March now, so I think we can kind of use this metaphor. I would say the RPI for Thor is like through the roof right now. Yes. You know, he's gaining a lot of RPI. Mm. Um, Rocket Raccoon is that like mid-major, senior-laden yeah. uh, team that can kind of upset like a 5 over a 12 yeah, sort of thing. Give me the mid-majors all day. I'm a big Loyola guy. Actually, I'm not at all, but still. Well, you know, shout out Hofstra Pride. They did have their uh, oh, yeah. nation's longest in, uh, winning streak come to an end against Northeastern, but they'll get back right, oh, they up, lost right on the North schneid. Eastern? Yeah, no, that's, they did. That's, that's tough. Uh, but yes, yeah, so what what was your big takeaway from? I think Rocket was. That was your yeah, biggest abs- one? Absolutely. I was more than, I mean, just seeing him around the Avengers, like, this is awesome. I cannot wait to see what he does outside of Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think he's just, I think he is one of the funniest, he definitely is one of the funniest characters yeah. in the MCU for sure. And I wonder if they explore him a little bit more, whether it's in this movie or in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, like some of his origin stories and yeah. kind of how he came to be. You know what? I read, I've read some Rocket Raccoon stuff, actually. It's more from like 2014, Rocket, Rocket and Groot. And um, I think Scotty Young wrote that, too, who recently wrote, was writing Deadpool. I don't know if he still is, but I really liked his stuff. The only problem I had with that is the, the artwork. They jump around from artist to artist. Okay. I think it was Young's whose artwork I appreciated the most in that series. But just in general, I hate... I actually I cannot stand when they change artists you know so frequently. Never mind like when they took Dexter Soy off off of Red Hood, I lost my mind. But um, when they jump around so much, I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of it. But you want your, the continuity? Exactly. It's just yeah. like I feel like I'm. Uh, it's like a different character. It just totally changes things. But anyways, what was your big takeaway? So I think the the first thing that I noticed on my own viewing was that the uh, early on there's like a sign that that in early in the trailer that re- reads Where do we go now that they're gone? Mm-hmm. Right, and it's kind of looks like it's a support group that Cap's sitting in with those sweet sideburns <laughs> yeah. that he's got going on. No um, beard, no beard, no very clean shaven. So it makes me think that some time has passed between Infinity War and Endgame. Think, How much? I'm not sure. I didn't. I thought I heard somewhere or saw somewhere that was it was like four years. Or something okay, like that, which is part of why I think I was stunned by the by Rocket. I think that's why things didn't register. But anyways, you were saying. Yeah, so I think that that's kind of. Um, you know, what stuck out to me initially, mm-hmm. and then after doing like a little deep dive on YouTube and some of the stuff on there, um, <laughs> there's a, in the very beginning of the trailer, just before that, um, Cap says something about, something along the lines of, some people can move on, but not us. Mm-hmm. And then not us is repeated 
again. But the second time is like very distorted. It doesn't sound like Cap's voice. And there's a lot of speculation that um, it's the voice of Ultron. Oh. Now, fans have speculated this, uh, that he'll return in Avengers Endgame. What? Um, <laughs> I as Tony anyway. Stark originally saw Ultron as his Endgame. That's where he first drops that, oh. that that up there. That's the Endgame when they're trying to create Ultron and Vision okay. and all that and stuff. Um so I wonder if he comes back into play at all. There is What's, there is uh, canon. There's a precedent set in the comic books where mm-hmm. Ultron uh, can ac- actually like absorb all the power. Or I think it's Avengers Assemble, the uh, animated movie or miniseries that was on uh, okay. out there. But uh, that he absorbs all the power of Thanos uh, and of the fin- Infinity Gauntlet. He's pretty much made to you know, stop Thanos. So, so maybe with the minds of Banner, Stark, yeah. and uh, Shuri, maybe they kind of come together. Although and we haven't seen Shuri, we don't know where she is right now. Right. But by the way, speaking of, of Ultron, that would mean that uh, Marion's own James Spader would be back. He's a Marion guy, apparently. I, I found did not I know found that. that out over the weekend. Yeah. Oh, very nice. I do. Uh, you know, unlike a lot of people, I do like the Robert California years on The Office. A lot of people give that. Uh, you know, kind of poo-poo that. I'm a big Robert California fan. <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. I, I'm not. I've seen The Office, but not. I'm not a big Office guy. Okay. It was. It was at a point where when it when it came out, I couldn't handle like secondhand awkwardness. I suffer from that immensely. I understand that. And, and, but I've really, Michael Scott definitely gives you a lot of yeah, those moments. Yeah, and I I've grown past that a lot, but I just haven't been able to get back on that and give it another shot. I, I whenever I watch it, I enjoy it, but I've never said like you know what. I'm going to watch every episode now. I've done it with Parks and Rec. I love Parks and Rec. Okay. But obviously, The Office is supposed to be on another level. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, maybe this is just a quick tangent, but if we were to do an episode of of TV shows that should be on Netflix for life, like, mm. I think The Office, Parks and Rec are obviously on there, but there's yep. other, like, really cult shows like Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Family Guy used to be on there and it was taken off, but, like, yeah. those type of shows where I can just kind of binge watch or keep on in the background to fall asleep to. It's How always Sonny's another one. I, I'm a big Simpsons fan. I've grown off of it as I've gotten older, but mm. growing up, like, I was a huge, huge Simpsons fan. See, fans. I like it. I never loved it, but, I, I mean, I, honestly, I don't feel that much differently about it than Family Guy. I think Family Guy's funnier, but I just never... I don't know. Anyways, I, 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 there was something else you just said, too, that I was... Uh, I, anyways, I forgot. Yeah. But, well, um, I'm a forgettable person, so I appreciate that, Nick. No, there were like three things there that I, I wanted know, to I know. I dropped a lot of, lot of little juicy nuggets it's in there. It's too much for me. I can barely handle one. Well, let's move on. Okay. Captain Marvel? Yeah, I mean, I'm not... Do you care? I, I, I know... It seems like a lot of people are concerned with Captain Marvel. I've seen a lot of I'm more excited about Shazam than Captain Marvel. I don't know why you, you, that has to be compared. I know yeah, Shazam huh? used to be Captain Marvel, right? But I don't. I'm not. Uh, I I feel like what's going to happen is we're all seeing it. And it's like oh, this is going to be brutal. This is not going to be what we thought it would be should be, and it's going to go and surprise everybody. If you go in with low expectations, you're usually going to be rewarded. Right. Well, so, that's my uh, my motto in life. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that your motto in for, like to tell other people going with low expectations with you? Yes. And then they'll be excited? Yes. Okay. I can, yeah. I can get behind that. It all ties back into something I said last week about Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, yes. Speak softly and carry a big stick. Mm-hmm. That doesn't really apply to podcasting and radio, though. Well, you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. I'll well, let that show over the next couple minutes. I'll just kind of let this uh, this mic breathe a little bit. <laughs> okay. How, how did you feel about the uh, teaser? Oh, you're just gonna sit there. No, um, no it was, it's whatever. I'm like getting sick of it. You know, there's like this is like the fourth trailer, fourth or fifth trailer. That they know we're They're doing the same thing with Aquaman. There's like, yeah, you, know, you see so much of the movie before it comes out. And I'm like, 
I don't really care. Like, I'm going to go see the movie. They've already got me by the balls anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm already, like, so deeply invested on this. I go mm-hmm. deep dives through Reddit trying to find, like, fan fiction theories that it's going to... Yeah. Might give me a glimpse into what's uh, going to happen in the movies. You yeah. Know? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just done with it. Like, it, So there are there are other commercials, obviously, in the course of the Super Bowl, too. It's one yeah. of the big things. I missed a lot of them just because in the we, course of things, I was uh, distracted. A you fair were amount. at a Super Bowl party. It, we'll just leave it at that. I was distracted a fair amount of times. Yeah. Um, but uh, there were a couple that stood out to me. I missed a lot of them, though. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you had a few. Why don't you run the show on this one? Yeah, well, I uh, I was at my father's house, uh, so I know, uh, as we are both Patriot fans. Um, I'm not a Patriots fan. No, you're not? No, I mean, I don't have a team, I would say, anymore. I, are you I, serious, yeah? Yeah, no, because I, I report on them. I, I, yeah, I, but you can, still, you can still separate. It's compartmentalizing. You, you can, I guess, but I don't know. I, I don't get... I mean, I I was stunned seeing them win, but it's not like I'm like, oh yeah, God, I, I they gotta win, they gotta win. I'm like, I'm gonna be physically ill if they don't win. Yeah, I wasn't after the the, the Eagles won. I mean, it's just no, well, I'm just kind of numbed all championships at this point. But uh, see, when the Red Sox happens, won, I was stunned. Okay, so that's why. Yeah, but anyways, like you said, that's that's talking sports. <laughs> yeah, that's talking sports. Uh, but yeah, so I think uh, you know when I'm at these Super Bowl parties, like I like to be with close small amounts of people who are like close mm. family friends so if it does end poorly that's why you said no to my angry invite. and drunk and angry yeah mm-hmm. and then like i don't have to really like apologize for it because mm-hmm. they, they already love me anyway <laughs> um they like, oh, yeah yeah that's just that's just west for you mm-hmm. you know uh but so i did see a lot of the commercials um real quick another movie spot that i liked was hobbs and shaw i surprisingly like that so that's a spinoff from the fast and the furious series starring uh, Dwayne Johnson, Jason Statham, and Idris Alba. Mm-hmm. You Alba. know, I might have seen that, but on the internet. Now okay. that I think about it, I don't know if they ran a different one. Uh, the- yeah, I couldn't tell you that, but it was nice. So it's kind of you know, it's, it looks it's good. It's going to be very much like Fast and the Furious, which is essentially Point Break on wheels, mm-hmm. um, which is great. That's a great kind of you know motto to build off a uh, movie movie plot line. But I love it. I'll do sign up for anything that Dwayne the Rock Johnson does. Mm-hmm. I mean- Small fact. I did a book report on his autobiography in like the sixth grade. You did? Yeah, I did. Oh, wow, look at I you. I got an A on it. A uh, little known fact, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson lost his virginity at age 13 to like an 18-year-old woman. Did he really? Yeah, that's why he's the man. <laughs> Among other reasons. <laughs> Among other reasons. That is that is definitely a reason to be the man. But what else, though? Uh, I yes. know I have a couple. But so that I- looked good. And then uh, the other thing, you know, like my my best, my favorite one, the NFL 100 commercial with like all the past and present stars awesome. kind of doing what they do best at this banquet and like tackling each other and all this stuff. And everyone has like cool little mm-hmm. little moments in there. The only you know? thing was that LeBron tweeted afterwards like, oh, I w- I w- I'd love, I want to be in the commercial. It's like, no, yeah, of course you shut do. up. Get out of here, LeBron. Nobody, go, if it's a basketball one, you can be in it. But just let, every, let other people have fun and be the center of attention for like five seconds. Yeah, he's, he was probably 10 glasses deep on the vino at that point. I, so he was, he was probably you know a little turned up. Yeah, maybe. That's that's a fair point. Uh, other ones are like the the Pringle Stack uh, Sad Device commercial where like the uh, the Alexa gets like humanized and explains all the things that she can't do in real life. And then mm-hmm. the humans are like, I don't care, play a song. Mm-hmm. That I kind of was a fan of that. I missed that one. Uh, the Steve Carell, Cardi B, Little John, is Pepsi okay? She looks like she's lost like twenty five pounds. Again. She looks good. She's getting she's getting Hollywood up. I thought know? she looked fine in general before. I didn't think she needed to lose weight, but whatever. No, no, I, I don't think that. But I think she had like she's had a little like she was a little rough around the edges. 
I don't know. I I thought she was attractive either. I mean, no, no, she's like her persona, intimidating, not like her looks, but she always had like you know her persona was like a little rough around the edges. Well, yeah, yes, but I think that's part of. I thought I thought that was part of what she wants to be. Is yeah, but this was like kind of softening her image up a little bit, making her more consumable to the masses by promoting consumable, consumable, consumerable. Yeah, that's what I thought you said at first. I think I did. The big one that I, the one that I absolutely loved. Was yes. the Game of Thrones Bud Light one, and I saw people were upset about it, and I tweeted out that it was the best Bud Light commercial I've ever seen. Or I think it was my, I think I said I've never loved the Game of Thrones Game of Thrones so much because I absolutely hate the whole dilly dilly thing. Mm. I think mm-hmm. it's so overrated. So it's just after they came out, everybody just dilly dilly dilly. What I don't it get got why played, it's, it was good at first. I liked it. I didn't it, think it was good at, at oh, all. I thought ever. it was kind of funny. Why at first. is it, Why is it funny? Because it was just a dumb guy going dilly dilly. Yeah, what, it's, I don't it's get funny. it. I don't get it. It's, well, it's funny because what it sounds stupid. Yeah, it was something silly. No, I. It, it's just guys being pros. And you're saying dilly dilly. <laughs> I think it's. I don't know. I think it's. You know, I think it's. I think it's childish when you're trying to be like men, like uh, beer. Uh, right. Yeah, we're gonna go say dilly dilly. No, stupid. I thought it was a very meta commercial. It was them kind of poking fun of themselves, and obviously a nice cross promotional, you know, uh, mm-hmm. ratings grab. With their, Tying Game of Thrones in that. Yeah. It was a good um, feel by them. It's like but this they needs killed to die. the whole village. Yeah, yeah like this that. needs this good needs on to that. stop. So good job by Bud Light. Thank you. And they redeemed themselves with that weird corn syrup commercial uh, with like Coors Light and Miller Light. Oh uh, yeah, but it's it's based off the same dilly dilly thing. They go like all over the world and uh, whatever. Okay. Apparently, Bud Light doesn't use corn syrup in their beer. Oh, all right. Good that's, to know. That's good to know. I don't. I'm not a big beer guy. Worst. Worst ones I saw, mm-hmm. the Stella Artois commercial. That was starring, I opened up with Sarah Jessica Parker. She goes down and orders a Cosmo, which was her famous drink from Sex mm-hmm. in the City. Sex and the City. I think it's in the city. In the city and the city. And the city. That's the Mandela effect coming back on me here. We <laughs> Thanks, have uh, producer Tim, uh, who is behind the scenes right now, yes. is has an awful voice. Not yes. stopping him from from sipping on that Dr Pepper though. No, but people know he has an awful voice. They've already it's, heard him the last it's the two doctor. episodes. <laughs> it's the doctor, yeah. No, right, yeah. If it was Mr Pibb, I'd be worried. You know, <laughs> that, that'd be the real thing. Uh, but yeah, so so Sarah Jessica Parker, she orders the Cosmopolitan. Uh, you think she's going to, but she orders the Stella Artois, and then the dude walks in, uh, Jeff Bridges from mm-hmm. uh, the Big Lebowski, and you think he's going to order the White Russian. He says, "No, I'm going to order a Stella Artois." Then they get the Dos Equis guy oh. holding up the uh, Stella Artois beer. And, like, they had hyped up. They like, had the, the Dos Equis guy in there? Yeah, they did, like, real briefly. And they, they were hyping up, like, the dude abides and, like, all this kind of stuff that he was going to be coming back. Make me think that it was going to be a big Lebowski, like, oh. two that they were going to be previewing. And it just end up being Sarah Jessica Parker and a push-up, push-up rock. If they do if they do another big Lebowski, it's going to be a train wreck. Yeah. Bringing things like that back, it just it never ends well. Yeah, no, I, I know, but I, I mean, Will Grace, I guess people like that. I, don't but. Know. I was just disappointed. I was, I, I don't like how they tease the commercial mm-hmm. ahead of time. Then you get excited on speculation of what it could be, and then mm-hmm. it's just a crappy commercial, right? But there's been plenty of other stuff that happened too, leading up to this episode, Wes. In terms of the news, we saw that Deadline uh, had the story that apparently, uh, I want to make sure I get this right, uh, Ben Affleck will yeah. not be donning the Dark Knights. Tights after playing the Cape Crusader in Batman vs. Superman, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and this movie will focus on a younger Bruce Wayne, referring to the Matt Reeves uh, Batman movie in June of 2021. 
Yeah, the the exact re- release date that I saw was June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one. It's that's there too. I didn't yeah. want to get caught up in that minutia, but well, yeah, well, you know, it's twenty fifth. People have something to look forward to, I guess. Yes, so in two years. Mark your calendars. Two and a half years. Yeah, set a set a yeah. Two and a half reminder. years. Yes. Uh, yeah. So no Ben Affleck as um, you know, I, fans that were big fans of the Dork Podcast. They had that about a year ago. Oh, yeah, that's way true. Before everyone that's else. That's right. Yeah. They did. That's a great point. I, you know what, Wes? I mean, I like him as Batman. I don't I, love him. I like Bat. Yeah, I like Batfleck. Well, see, I think the problem. I like him as Bruce Wayne, but I felt like they made him so soft as Batman. Look, I get yeah. he's just a guy, but that's always been the thing. Is he's just a guy, but he's able to do so much. And but he, maybe that's like he's supposed to be like an older Batman, right? So maybe he's like a little like tired and worn of the shtick. I guess so, but it's just he's always been Batman. He's always been able to figure it out. Like that's his thing. It doesn't matter. His, his greatest weapon is not even his physical strength or his agility or anything like that. It's his intellect. Right. And he's always been able to make it work no matter what. And now he's fighting the whatever they were fighting in the Justice League, and he he can only handle one thing. And if he doesn't have his Batmobile, then he's screwed. Right. He's well, running away and hiding the entire time. But that's really, I mean. When you start dealing with gods and all that stuff, like he's matter. really he's like Batman, a side. I get that. It's I always been. That. And you know what's the funny thing is, I always hated that about Batman. I was like, why, why, why is Batman like this? But now we want to change it for no reason. Yeah. And it's not that you're going to turn him into a guy who's who can't hang. You're turning him into a guy who's who just shouldn't be there. He doesn't belong to be. Like he should be at home working at his desk or in a studio working on a podcast. But I think that's what. That that's what we were supposed to think in those movies. Is that he was starting to get aged out. I don't like that. Uh, starting you're, to play a back role, using his intellect and his means to already, be able to help, uh, you know, favorably. You're an already doing that though. When you're just starting your universe, you're you're trying to get rid of Batman, and he's young. Well, he's listen, old. how many Joker movies are there? You know, like the, there's clearly no real timeline for the DCEU. Here. Right, but my thing is, you're bringing him into the fray with Wonder Woman and all these other people who are young. Right, and now you're gonna. Just get rid of your centerpiece. He's the guy. Listen, I can't defend the DCEU. You no. Know, if, they, if, if that's what you want me to do, I give up. I wave the white flag like they have yeah. countless times. I think the question <laughs> we want to know is now that Ben Affleck... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, is no longer no longer there. He's the no speculation. Oh, I, you told me you were going to break that out. Where's Rachel? That's pretty good. I can't... Like I said, I can't do impressions. Should I talk like this the rest of the show? If you think that'll be good for you. You know, we, <laughs> I was going to say, I should put Tim on my, because he sounds just like it. You just, he, we can have Batman in studio. Look at that. Oh, man. Uh, that's good stuff. So, <clears throat> yeah, uh, apparently I saw on some website that Nick Jonas has offered himself up to play the role of Batman. Pass. Uh, Screen Rant, which you're familiar with, Nick, uh, just released a story with fan renderings of Robert Pattinson. Oh God! Donnie no. the cape and cowl. God, no, 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 no. Whoever was that Boss Logic that did that? Because he does that. Stuff. I don't know. I'm okay. not sure. I, it was. Um, he does a lot. I gotta of be honest. Stuff. I didn't click the actual story. Oh, you didn't. No, but you had a list. I saw it on Google. Don't you have a list of people? Yes. Yeah, so USA Today, which was another story, had um, a list of ten potential Bruce Waynes. Now I don't think there's anything official. I think this is more like a wish list. But of them uh, was Michael B. Jordan. Okay, no. Uh, Henry Golden, who is of Crazy Rich Asian, Asians and a Simple Favor uh, fame. No idea who he is. Uh, he's an Asian gentleman. I don't, okay. Uh, Liam Hemsworth. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, yeah no problem. Liam Hemsworth, maybe. Uh, Theo James, who starred in Divergent, who was like the off-brand Liam's, Liam no, Hemsworth. No, 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 no shot, no. Uh, and then Jack O'Connell, who's like a 28-year-old English actor who was in Unbroken, about the uh, World War II prisoner of war, who was an Olympian. 
Um, I hadn't oh, seen much stuff of him. He was in another one movie too. I think it's called Seventy Two or Seventy One. Okay. Another war movie. The only one on that list that I like is Hemsworth. I can get behind that absolutely. Um, and you could start with younger. That right. man right now, absolutely. The guy who I've seen over the past couple of years is fan renderings or whatever. I don't think it will happen because some people might want him to be. Is it? Is it James? John Stewart? No, James Stewart. Tim, the other Green Lantern. Not James. No, James I, Stewart. I, like no, like it's the a, guy from the Daily Show. No, but it's John what, Stewart. Which one's? Oh man, this is bad. That would be good. I should know. You're putting yourself on the spot. There's yeah. some other names that they no, listed. But the, I were, want, um, it's a, no, it's... God, dude. Okay, but anyways, Idris Alba. That's who I want to be my new Batman. Oh. I think he would be But phenom- he'd be too old, right? I mean, he could be, but he doesn't look that old. I don't yeah. I don't know how old he is, but he can hang, dude. He's he's a very dynamic actor. Mm-hmm. He can handle action roles. We see he's going to be in the Hobbs movie. Yeah, yeah. People, th- he's been lined up to be the new uh, 007 for a long time now. Yep, and he could do that. I mean, why can't you do both? That's true. He could be the next guy. It'd be the a good guy. payday. Be a good yeah. payday for him. Who do you have that you'd want? Um, well, another name that they listed was uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Gosling, which I think he'd be a little too. It's John Stewart. It was John Stewart. I always forget. I'm sorry. Like the Daily Show. Yeah, it's John Stewart. That's that's the. No, other. that's not the that's not the same guy. We're not we're thinking of two different John no, Stewarts. Though. I'm talking about the Green Lantern John Stewart. Is I don't who, know who that is. That's the second Green no third Green Lantern. I think of of Earth. I think it's. You know I who only, John Stewart is, Tim? Come on. Ryan Reynolds is the Green my Lantern. Green Lantern. I just want to throw that out there. He was after Hal Jordan. So the, the name I've been hearing was Army Hammer. Oh, I've heard oh, yeah, that Army one Hammer, too yep. as well. Yes. Yep. Okay. But, which I saw, which I could I could actually get get behind. So, no, I don't think it's a good choice either. Who was the one you just said before? Because I was looking up the John Stewart stuff. Ryan Gosling. Right now, now he plays brooding what? roles. He's done Drive. He's done. Um, oh man, dude! Another really like brooding type role. I, plays Beyond the Pines. I'll never forget watching Drive. He, the dude can carry a movie without talking. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he's he's a handsome guy. He's rich, so he got kind of he, he could do a good Bruce Wayne. I think it's whether the Batman thing. Tim, I'm turning your mic on. I don't care because I because you're gonna talk and people are gonna try and you're you're Mike Four, right? We're we're yeah, a likable guy. We want you involved. Yeah. I'm not actually trying to talk. I'm just like Wait, feeding, where's Tim? Don't, feeding information. Hello, Batman. How you doing? This would be the worst Batman voice ever. That's <laughs> not that bad. Uh, you, you haven't seen Val Kilmer in that role, have you? No, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, who's your guy for Batman? I liked kind of the idea of what I heard as one of the storylines that was being kicked around where Michael Keaton comes back oh, yes. and passes on the... The cowl to the next generation. Okay, and, and he turns it into Batman Beyond, and we would get Terry McGinnis. So I could get behind that. Now that, Ooh. with Nick Jonas, I could get behind. Okay. It, but I wouldn't do Michael B. Jordan because I think he would be a good Red Hood. I think he plays angry well. I think his Killmonger, I don't know Killmonger in the comics well, mm-hmm. but I, obviously in Black Panther, um, he's much more similar to Red Hood, I think, and I think he can carry that role well. He plays angry well, and he's a little more suicidal than Red Hood. Okay, but I wouldn't waste him on, on Batman. I think it just would be trying to force it as he's the guy and say, eh, "Why are you trying to make him the guy?" Well, that'll be something to keep an eye on as we move forward here. Obviously, we got two and a half years for uh, you know all this to kind of unfold, but. Yep. What well, are you watching right now, Nick? What am I watching? What do you right not? Now? What are you watching? What are you reading right now? Give me some oh. some updates on comic books. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I right now, so the, the so for my comic minute, there's a couple things I wanted to touch on. Actually, three things. So Black Panther versus Deadpool, the fourth issue of that came out last week. The fifth one comes out next month. I just wrote something for Geeks Worldwide on um, how I think this is honestly the best one-on-one fight miniseries that 
Deadpool has had. Uh, the last three have been Old Man Logan, which was good. The Punisher, which I thought was very good. And then Gambit, which was, of course, another friggin' letdown. Why not? Uh, can't get that right. He's such a... I mean, thank God for Kelly Thompson. Um, so that one's been good. I think I, I suggest reading that post. If you haven't read uh, Batman... I mean, sorry, Black Panther versus Deadpool, any of that stuff yet, I would hold off um, But def- in terms of reading the post. But definitely uh, something worth picking up if you're looking for something random. Um, Deathstroke 40 is coming out this week. I'll be reviewing that. Very excited to read Matches that. Matches your shirt nicely. Yes, uh, Deathstroke's the man. Um, I can't get into that too much, obviously, because I haven't read it yet. And even if I had, can't share anything because um, that comes out Wednesday. And then Halo Lone Wolf. So there's a Halo series going on. Oh, with, with like Dark- the video game? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah. With, okay. I don't know if it's the Master Chief that's in it. I haven't read it yet, but I'm curious. I, I'm probably going to read the first two issues. Um, I'm not going to review the second one yet. That comes out this week. But I'm curious if there's anybody that listens to the show that's read that. Uh, tweet at me. Let me know what you think about it because I am I am interested in it and I okay. want I'd like to know if it's worth my time because my time is short uh, these days. Well, time is money. Yeah, well, that too. I mean, it's more because Celtics are going on and I am right. busy with that. Uh, but yes, what, what, yes. So wait a minute. So do you have a stay woke of the week for? I do uh, have a stay woke week? of the week. Yes, yes, I do. Uh, for those wondering, yes, in fact, PizzaGate is back in the news. Can uh, we get a synopsis on that again, please? Yeah, I definitely can. So PizzaGate uh, made. Famous, infamous uh, by Alex Jones, our dear friend, who's turning all the frogs gay. Uh-huh. Actually, I think Tim Weisberg could do a pretty good uh, Alex Jones right now with his voice. <laughs> uh, but for those who don't know what Pizzagate is, it is a debunked conspiracy theory that went viral during the 26 uh, presidential election cycle. Uh, in the fall of 20, 2016, I should say, excuse mm-hmm. me. In the fall of 2016, the personal email account of John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, was hacked in a spear phishing attack, and his emails were subsequently uh, made public by WikiLeaks. Uh-huh. Proponents of the Pizzagate conspiracy theory falsely claimed that the emails contained coded messages referring to human trafficking and connected several U.S. restaurants and high-ranking officials of the Democratic Party with an alleged child sex ring involving the Washington, D.C. restaurant Comic Ping Pong. Comic ping pong. That's the backstory here. Okay. So now a small fire was recently set inside Comic Ping Pong and Facebook groups like the uh, Pizzagate Uncompromised group are now (laughs) regaining in popularity. Uh, Reddit has canceled any sort of Pizzagate related threads. Really? uh, Much like YouTube has pulled, scaled back their conspiracy theory videos, which we highlighted earlier. uh, I think episode one, I believe. Um, no, we talked but about that last week. It I was think. last week. Yes. Yeah. yeah excuse me. So Either there's uh, 30 groups on Facebook right now, both open and closed, both public and private, uh, with a combined 40,000 members. Uh, and they are keeping this conspiracy theory alive. This week, a major topic of conversation has been Celine Dion's weight loss, which okay. group members falsely attributed to an addiction of adeno, adrenochrome. 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 Which is a real chemical compound that Pizzagate conspiracist claims is harvested from tortured children and taken by political and Hollywood elites to get high. Oh. So these these Hollywood elites and these uh, politicians are stealing the life force from our children and consuming it so they look better on TV. I can buy that. Damn it, how dare these people? <laughs> I need answers. Okay. I don't uh, have kind of crazy you. though. Kind of, kind of crazy that they that these people out here that think they 
you know, if you that it's if real. You drink on the blood of the youth, that you yourself will become youthful. People will believe in anything, like ghosts, right, Tim? It's how uh, Spooky South Coast was. Uh, that's what that was built on. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, that is a middle finger he's giving us. It doesn't yeah. really show up on the podcast he's, very well. Yeah, but. and he's conveniently not on camera, so no one can see him. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. Hope you uh, feel better. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I think that you know, it never ceases to amaze me. Part of the stay woke kind of thing that I like to do is uh, the things that people believe in. Like I don't necessarily subscribe to some of this. I I think it's interesting to dive into the human psyche and how people kind of get caught up in this. You sort like of to thing. dive into the internet and the dark parts of it. Well, you know, it's all there. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I'd just be, uh, you know, irresponsible for me not to look there. <laughs> that's that's a fair point, Wes. You are doing a public service. Yeah. You are a better man than I am. You can find me in most dark crevices, just in life. <laughs> right, that's where I'll be. <laughs> Something nice and moist. Maybe a humid climate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to the? Uh, should we move on to, to where th- exactly I like to reside in these dark crevices? No, I would say like uh, something that we wanted to speak our mind about. I was going to say, think of the Grundle. Oh, okay. No, no, no let's do it. Something, yes. Yeah. So Wes and I originally had teased that we were going to talk about movies that great movies that we haven't seen yet. So we were going to go based off of maybe Rotten Tomatoes, maybe Metacritics. I, I I don't really use Metacritics that much. I'm not very familiar with them. No. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes is the one I've always looked at. I don't just like go by their uh, rating system because it's the Sandlot. I'll, like, we will definitely talk about that someday. Um, but w- as we looked at the list. Wes and I kind of saw out of the top 10, it's like, well, I've seen, we were trying to find ones that he's seen that I hadn't seen and, and vice versa. And there's uh, one that's egregious on your part, uh, which, which we'll one, get into. Which, well, what, what was that? We're ba- not, baby Driver. Oh, right, Baby Driver. So that'll be part of what we're doing. Fantastic so movie. So instead, as we talked, and I've told Wes this before, I've told him before that I think Rotten Tomatoes is immensely overrated. I'd go as far as to say uh, that it sucks. Um... And I think I, there are a lot of good movies out there that get terrible reviews from them. And I think they're like good movies, not talking great movies. You don't, they don't miss on that. But then there are other movies that it's like, how did they get that high? So today, instead of we, you know, ideally would argue, I mean, there would probably be something we argue about. But I think that we would just kind of stumble upon that. Yeah. yeah. But this is something that we both kind of agree on that Rotten Tomatoes sucks. Yeah. Um, I think generally speaking, it yeah, does. And we want to focus today on the action-adventure genre. Yes. Looking at their top-rated movies. So, Wes, do you want to rattle off the... Uh, should we rattle off the top 10, you say? Yeah, so I think before we get into that, just to let oh, everyone sorry. know, Rotten Tomatoes does uh, their rating system. It's called the Bayesian Formula. Oh. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. It's Bayesian? Fine. I, I, I'm not familiar with it, so Bay- you're good. Bayesian? I don't know. Man, <laughs> I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable there. <laughs> uh, but it accounts for a variation in the number of reviews per movie. So, an example is a 90% movie with 250 views will be ranked higher than a movie with 50 views. So it's essentially um, rewarding movies with a loyal fan base that's going to step out and review the movie positively. Okay. So it gives like newer movies, like some that we'll get into, like the Black Panthers, the Wonder Woman, some of those movies... Uh, gives like it rewards those movies because they came out recently, yeah. And the fan base is going to be more internet driven and right. actually have a meaning, uh, you know, find meaning in the fact of giving a movie a good review. Meanwhile, something along the lines of like Apocalypse Now, for example, or Never Sandlot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a shame on your part. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those like classic movies, Jaws, aren't going to get high reviews because Rotten Tomatoes wasn't around when the movie was around. And that the the people that grew up who really love that movie, who may feel very passionate about that movie, mm-hmm. 
don't care enough to go onto some stupid website called Rotten Tomatoes and, you know, make a case for it. Yeah, we see it with Metropolis on this list. It's number four, and it came out in 1927. It's got, I guess, 118 reviews. It's 99%, and it's fourth on the list behind a 93% and two 97s. Right. It just doesn't make sense. But you look at the number of reviews, that's how they get up higher. Exactly. Because, like, the Black Panther, which is 97%, which is the top movie. On, um, On... on the main list, too. On the main list, too. And yeah, not action. just action adventure. That's 452 reviews. So. It's a good movie, but it's not even my in my top five no. my MCU. No, okay. Yeah, so let's give a, a quick run through here. So if, do you want to do the odds? I'll do the evens. We'll kind of go to for tat here. I'll go with the odds, sure. All right, so we got number one, Black Panther. Yeah, number two is Mad Max Fury Road. Came out in 2015 with a 97%, 396 oh, reviews. We'll kind of give the whole You want to go with that? Yeah. Okay, so you should have gone first. Uh, so Black, Black Panther my, had my 97% came out in 2018. Number three is Wonder Woman. 93% came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Don't do number four. Uh, we got number four, Metropolis, as we just mentioned. 99% came out in 1927. Now, number five at 92% came out in 2017 is Dunkirk. Yes. Uh number 6, 97%. I don't know how this is on action adventure. <laughs> it uh, it's a good all. movie Coco, 2017. I've never I guess seen there's Co- some good action in there. I, I guess. haven't seen Coco. Um at Los num- Dios de los Muertos. I was I was so pissed when I saw Coco won best original song over uh what what's the movie? The Greatest Show? Greatest Showman? Oh, Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman. Yeah. Wolverine Musical. Speaking of Wolverine musical, actually, no, that one will be yours. Uh, number seven, ninety-one percent came out in twenty seventeen. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Oh, that's a shocker right there. Number eight, ninety-three percent is Logan, twenty seventeen release. Number nine, ninety-three percent Star Wars Episode Seven, The Force Awakens, which came out in twenty fifteen. Yes, that is correct. Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Awakens, excuse me, came uh, finished behind. The Last Jedi. Yeah, you think that would be flip-flop for me. And then coming in at number 10 is at 93%, the 2018 release, Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the top 10 there. Um, again, we'll kind of go into it. Like, I've seen one, two, three, four, uh, uh, seven and two-thirds. Seven and two-thirds? Of these Which one you haven't finished yet? Um, I never finished Dunkirk. It was a little slow. I fell asleep through it. Okay. And I've just started Incredibles too. So, I mean, the biggest thing that there, I've seen like five or something of those, but the biggest, the first thing that jumps out to me is obviously the well, actually, Black Panther being number one is a little absurd. It's egregious. I, Wonder Woman. It's not a little absurd. Yeah, like it's, it's, uh, uh, that's fair. I it's got a big, big Wonder Woman being three is is ridiculous. As much as I love Wonder Woman, and I like Black Panther a lot too. Uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi is ahead of Logan, and more importantly, it's ahead of The Force Awakens. I get that that. Oh, we, the last Jedi had to happen, and all this other. We had to change Star Wars. You don't have to change Star Wars. It's it's for a certain group of people. If you don't like it, then start your own thing. Start your own spinoff. Whatever it is, I don't care. But it's not better than The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. You can say it was like a New Hope. I don't right. give a damn. It was good. I liked it a lot. A New Hope was good. Yeah. A new why hope not? Was good. Why not just like. Follow that skeleton and kind of fill in the, uh, you can the tell bare the story, bones there. Like, Wes, it's like what you said with the spoilers and non-spoilers in our first episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Yes. Um, but if you can tell the story well, then generally it's not going to matter. I still don't know what's going going to happen. But I think that that was so well done. And, it was, and after what had happened, it needed to be done that way. Yeah, and The Last Jedi just didn't do it for me. I, like, I don't want to spend too much time getting caught up in Star Wars. And but I the liked whole it, but thing it, with... 
Princess Leia dying and then coming back to life oh and then my. being out in space. That was so dumb. I just that that's so where it really dumb. lost me. Yeah, and there, I have a high suspension of disbelief, but like even that, I was like, <laughs> you gotta be shitting me. Is this is this what we're doing here? The the I forget the general's name, the one with the the lady with the purple hair. I know a lot oh, of yeah. people didn't yep. like her. I didn't mind her. No, nah, I didn't so, like her. So either. there are certain parts of it though that like you know I know people are gonna listen when listen to excuse me people who like that movie if they listen to this they're gonna go oh, Nick doesn't like all the. All the the new stuff that the progressiveness. Of, no, I like having a strong female character. I love Ray, you know. But you yeah. go you go and you turn Ray into nothing. Oh, because you because you don't have to come from something to be someone. We get it. Right. We see it all the time in sports and everything. You don't need to go and change it. You they just built it up that she was possibly Luke's kid. I want that payoff. I want something like that where it's somebody who's like kind of prominent. You led us to believe that, and now we just got nothing. She's nothing. Nobody. I don't. I, I just. But anyways, not again. I've gone a little bit far down. It's, that. it's easy to get caught up in the Star Wars uh, mumbo jumbo there. But the, the fact that Force Awakens is behind the Last Jedi is absurd. And, right, and it tells Logan, you how flawed it is. Logan, honestly, should be uh, now again. I haven't seen Metropolis. I haven't seen Dunkirk. But I think Logan should be number one on this list. I think Logan's a movie that I would. I recommend Logan to people who don't like superhero stuff. See my. My one defense against a lot of these is that it's very easy from our point of view to skew towards comic book movies Who and action cares? adventures. Because that, that seems like it's the only thing. Like, it's easy to get caught up in that. Dunkirk, albeit a slow movie, was very good. It was an Oscar-worthy movie. Like, yeah. Again, I, 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 think I, don't, I don't think I caught it at the right time. Coco, very fun movie. Very sad movie. I got a little frog in my throat during that one. But... Mm-hmm. I don't know how that falls into action adventure. That seems more like family. Yeah, I'm not gonna dump on an AK animation youth kids yeah. movies. You can have a good kid. Um, like you can have a kids movie, a kids action movie, be on here. If like someone had Spider Verse on here, I haven't seen it yet, but I could buy into it. No, that's a good one. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I find that wildly overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Tim has a has a thought on this at all because I don't think you saw Mad Max Fury Road, but You're I wrong, know Tim. a lot of people love Mad Max, and that just didn't it's, do it for me. It was an okay movie. It sucked. But I wouldn't even know. I don't even know if I'd call it the best Mad Max movie. I thought you said yeah. you liked it was. <laughs> no, no, it's awful. I but hated here's, that movie. Here's I thought the problem wildly with this overrated. List. And I know that you addressed this a little bit at the beginning, how the newer movies are, are weighted heavier, but this is supposed to be a top 10 action movies of all time. Yeah, this is a top 100. They have the whole 100 list on there. But how do you have a top 10 that doesn't include Die Hard? Right. That doesn't have a single Indiana Jones movie. No, John Wick. How about John Wick? John John Wick, Wick, the original one. The greatest action movie hero that's not a superhero. John Wick. Jaws is at number Uh, 25. I would fight you on that, that it would actually would be a Jack Burton. We've had this argument. We've ja- had this fight. <laughs> we have had this fight. <laughs> we have had this fight. If who's more of a badass, John Wick or Jack Burton? Jack John Wick is John Wick's a he's m- more past of, his prime. He's and he can still kick ass, and he's way better at doing what the Pilgrim was trying to do. That's what they want. Well, I think, I think the argument John is is Frank Castle versus John Wick. I think that's a fair argument. I think that's but I think it's still, a tough one to have. He that's, still falls under the superhero like. I know he's different because then you bring Batman in too. Right. Then now yeah. we're now I'm saying non superhero characters. John Wick's just a guy. Well, so well, is Frank Castle. He's also the ghost too. But I mean, or whatever they call him. Uh, well, Chupacabra, I, no. The Babadook, no. That's <laughs> from the Ant Man, though, right? Yeah, but I think that's the same thing. It's, I think it's what it is. Anyways, yes, it was the same thing that they called. Now, go ahead, Tim. What were you gonna say? I was, I'm just saying, like, I mean, there's ahead, so Tim. many action movies that lethal weapon right that like created the genre and i know what you're saying about how people who rambo are fans of those movies didn't go back and 
go onto a website to rank them, but the people who are going on these websites and ranking these films should have enough common sense right. and cinematic history behind them to know that these movies have a place there, especially higher than, I mean... Zootopia's on here. Yeah, Zootopia Z- made the Zootopia list. Zootopia I didn't is, see Coco, number, but... Number 16. I can't I, imagine somebody would say that's a better action movie right. than I think Die Hard. I think that's more on Rotten Tomatoes with that one because they're filing it under that. I'm sure whoever voted it, like, I'm sure it deserves the rating that it's got, but it shouldn't be filed under there. Neither should Zootopia. I enjoyed... I actually enjoyed that movie, believe it or not. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily for kids, but I enjoyed it. But it shouldn't be on this the action list. Okay, so so a couple things that are out of place here. So you have Jaws at twenty five, you have Aliens at twenty eight, you have Skyfall as the highest represented James Bond movie. Uh, Skyfall is a good movie. I'm not sure if that beats out some of the Sean Connery, Timothy Dalton, Roger. Yeah, I think some of those were Roger a little bit. Maris. No, Roger. Wait Roger Moore. Wait, Roger Moore. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're, you're glossing over the Dark Knight. Did you, were you going to mention that? Well, yeah, but I also I'm, I want to go around to some of some of the more classic movies on there that have defined the genre. Real quick. Dark Knight is a great movie. Yes, that's 23, and it's at 94 percent fine, but 23, and then Captain America: Civil War. Okay, that is ahead of. Winter Soldier. The only ones, the only ones that are ahead of it right now, are Black Panther and the MCU, and Spider-Man: Homecoming, and where's the other one? I'm t- uh, Thor: Ragnarok. Thor: Ragnarok's twelve, and Spider-Man: Homecoming is fifteen. How is yeah fifteen? How is Captain America: Civil War that high compared to the other movies? Not even. Cl- I mean, it's not even close to being in my top ten. I don't think. Yeah, that movie felt Wait, like it doesn't really. Ha- Civil War is not in your top ten. I don't think it is. I have to think about it, but I know it's not in my top six. I think a lot of people rank that one number one. Civil War. No, nah, I don't. Not agree Winter with Soldier. That. No, I Winter Soldier is ahead of, of I, everybody. Civil War. Civil War is very self-contained, and it doesn't have a whole lot of stakes in it. That, it's it, that it was kind of build up. To it's be. Good. I found I found it to be a bridge movie. That's what it was. It was a bridge movie. It was a bridge movie, yeah. but you can't. I mean, why am I going to see to the theater to see a bridge movie? I mean, there was some action. Right. In it. I, need, I need better action in that movie. No one died. Yeah, you got Black Panther. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's just it's That's not a war. I want more fighting in in Winter Soldier. Well, it's a civil war. Wow. Well, yes, the civil a war. Civility. A lot of people died. I don't a get civility. it. Civility. I don't get it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got well, it. I got it. Ask Robert. It was a misnomer. Yeah. Thank you for clearing that up. Maybe it was your voice that I lost today. But the Terminator comes down at number 39. Uh, the highest oh. uh, represented Mission Impossible movie is Rogue Nation. At? Uh, that comes in at 42. Jesus. You know, Come Apocalypse on. MI2 now. is a better action yeah. movie than any of the other. I mean, I'm not a huge MI2 fan. I liked MI3 with Philip Seymour Hoffman. I thought that was a pretty good one. How about Harry Potter being at number 26? How is that even an action De- movie? Deathly Hallows. Hallows. That's, see, and that's where, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Yeah, where do you... I mean, uh, I would say in terms of action, that's definitely the best one in the, the whole thing. It's, it's a drama movie one. more than anything. Okay, is that what you'd file it under? Yeah. Okay, you're I the Harry Potter guy. I would yeah. say for fantasy sure. is yeah. its own. Yeah, yeah. sci-fi. Genre, is yeah. fantasy yeah. its own in here? I don't know. But go ahead, Wes. Go ahead with the list. Um, yeah, I mean... Blade Runner 2049 is on there before the original Blade Runner. Well, that's Runner. ridiculous. You know, like <laughs> Apocalypse Now comes in at number 50, which is, again, another genre-defining uh, movie for the action-adventure genre. Winter Soldier is 94 on this list. It's yeah. 94. That might be my favorite movie in all of it. I would say it's Guardians, that, and um, in Infinity War. How the hell is Winter Soldier 94? That is some of the best one-on-one hand-to-hand combat. Of all the movies. Yeah, I'm a big fan of The Winter Soldier. That, that's high up on my list. When did the first Indiana Jones movie come in? 
I'll find um, it. Go ahead. Watch I, I, I would assume Raiders is probably number one. I, I haven't know. seen it yet. Uh, well, uh, I'm going to be honest, Tim. I don't think there's an Indiana Jones movie in the top 100. That's I that just, can't be true. I just did a you know control, Command F on my computer and there's I typed in Indiana. Let's type in Raiders. Okay. Because Raiders, Raiders of the Lost, Lost Ark was 95. Oh, um, there you go. Right what? after Captain America: Winter Soldier. Yep. Only but 75 you know, people. You got to get on that's that. That's it. Tip. 75 views. Uh, it's rated at 95%, but only 75 reviews. Now I know why Jay and Silent Bob went and punched everybody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's Temple of Doom, Raiders of the Lost Ark. What was the other one? I'm trying to blank on it. Uh, there's Indiana Last Jones Crusade. and Last Crusade, and then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which, would, which wouldn't make that list. And if, you're, if you want to get caught up on all those, Nick, you can find them on Netflix right now, streaming now. Yeah, it's only, only Raiders of the Lost Ark is on there. Temple of Doom I can get. Last Crusade should be on there though. Yeah, Last Crusade should be on there. Yeah, that one's that one that the the old the night when he died, I, like when I saw him, I was like, oh Jesus! Although uh, the uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark was terrifying at the end as oh, a kid. Yeah. Oh man, that'll give you nightmares. And to tie it back into you know the the comic book world, you know we already mentioned the out of whackness of a lot of these movies I here with Black Panther and Wonder Woman, kind of uh, you know being very high up on the list. Uh, even a movie like Ant-Man and the Wasp is is the eighth-rated superhero movie of all time, fourth in the MCU. So dumb. While it's, I think it's in the top 20 or so, um, while I'm looking over the list, Dude, I'm Lord down of the a little Rings, bit now. The Return of the King is number 98 on this list. What's what's number 100? But no. Avengers Infinity War comes in at number 44. Which is dumb. Which is beyond, obviously the highest dumb, stakes of all the movies number one. that have been released. That should be number one. It should be. One. And it, and it was kind of poorly received for the list. It's one of the lowest rated you know movies why? on here at 90, why do you think 85%. Because the expectations versus reality. Not only that, people probably gave it a low rating because characters died. Oh, that's a great call. You which think is, so? Which is a bogus my reason dad. to do it. Yep. But I bet you they did. I bet you they got mad because they didn't want to see those characters die. Mm-hmm. But, but they, they don't the, understand the, the storyline. So I think those people are dumb if that's the case. Tim's getting a little excited over there. there. I know. It's not exactly reviewed by people that know the, uh, you know, where the movie is supposed to fit into a grander story. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's it's true. It's people that are just going out there and seeing this movie and being like, I didn't like that movie. Spider-Man so, died. Tim, I want, I mean, Wes, I want to hear the rest of the list, but just to satisfy mm-hmm. Tim, the last five. So 96 was In the Line of Fire from 1993. Ooh, it's a good movie. Superman is 97. That's uh, Superman from 1978. Uh, 98 was uh, Return of the King, as I mentioned. 99, Saving Private Ryan. And then 100 is Embrace of the Serpent, El Abrazo de la Serpentine. And that's from 2016. You know, there's people that think Saving Private Ryan is the greatest movie of all time. Mm. Yeah, I, I have heard that before. I think it's a kind of a shit movie to me, but that's... Uh, I've never seen it. What? You, think it, you don't think it's a good movie? It's kind of overrated. Never seen it. <laughs> I think Overrated I can buy, but saying it's a bad movie... Well, is, is, maybe that was just kind of the hot takes kind of spewing out of my mouth there. Yeah, it's pretty natural, huh? Yeah. It's, I do like... There's a nice little jumble uh, between 90, list. <laughs> 91 to 92. is a nice little back-to-back. Actually, like 91 to 95, so if you think about it 91 Sicario 92 Jurassic Park 93 from Russia with Love then you have the Winter Soldier and Raiders of the Lost Ark following up like that's a good little bracket right there way too low in my opinion uh Jurassic Park another like very like surprising its own kind of genre type of movie okay two towers is on this I'm list get, I'm getting a weird look from Tim on that I'm one. just saying I don't know if I could rank any of those movies higher than Raiders no, no, I, but I like. I think they're all rated too low. I'm not sure if I'd rank them higher than the Raiders of the Lost Ark, but I think overall they're all rated pretty low. Sicario, I thought was a fantastic movie, one that I didn't really expect coming. Like that when they had the bodies in the wall in that first uh, like few minutes, uh, that's a great one. Again, Jurassic Park, 
really shaped my uh, view of. I thought that was kind of like a horror movie as a mm-hmm. kid. Like it yeah. scared the shit out of me. Two Towers is on uh, is on uh, seventy four on this list, so that's a little bit more acceptable. If Return, I think Return of the King should be there, and Two Towers should be up a little bit. Although I like Return of the King more. Tim, would you put Looper on this list? Wes, would you? I wouldn't put Looper like in the Looper. top two hundred. It's number seventy five on I this list. I like Looper. I'm not sure if I put it in the two. It wasn't know, top one hundred. It was fine, but it's not time. a top one hundred action well, movies of yeah. all time. That movie loses a lot of points because of. Uh, because of the eyebrows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> those, those just freaked me out Dude, in that movie. Like, how are you yeah. going to put Doctor Strange ahead of Winter Soldier? I know. This is uh, it's, it's a very... It I'm looking make at sense. a lot of this for I the would, first time. I would put 12 monkeys ahead of Looper. Wow. In terms okay. of good movies. Oh, my, this Guardians is... of the Galaxy comes in at 56, which many uh, oh. people think is like the best Marvel movie around. And then Iron Man's right behind it at 57. Right. That's a joke. Between the two of those, you... Oh, my Lord. This is why this is why Rotten Tomatoes is overrated. This is why, and we're this is not the last time we're gonna do this. No shot in hell. Yeah, I, I, this is what's frustrating about Rot- Rotten Tomatoes to me. Now, like I have FiOS at home, so when I watch TV, when I go to look on movies for, uh, I think it's even on Netflix now. They give you the Rotten Tomatoes so fan Comcast score. Too. Yeah, Comcast does it as well. Um, and it's just like you look at it, and like that really like subconsciously has a big decision on whether I watch the movie or not. Oh wow, this movie's highly rated. Oh, this is rotten. This really? only has what blah 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 blah. Yeah. And now I'm like, I look at it, I'm like, why? Why am I trusting this? Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like we were talking before the show is that I really enjoy listening to reviews of movies like on other podcasts and stuff yeah. to know whether I should go and watch it at first. Like, right. I know you do the opposite. Yeah, like I just finished, I, I finally was able to watch Venom. Right. I will now go back and listen to Mac and Goo's review of Venom. But right. I've been holding that on my, I've been waiting on my podcast app to listen to that because I don't want to hear any spoilers. But you've already listened to it. So I listened to it to see if I should go see it in theaters or not. So mm-hmm. there's like two different sides of the coin and there. But I like reviews. Off of that, like, off of that logic, yeah. like how many of these movies am I watching that I'm wasting my time with or yeah. I'm just skipping over entirely because they yeah. rate Infinity War 85%. I like reviews. Don't get me not wrong. that was going to decide me watching it or Of not, course. But. I like reviews and I like people giving scores to things too. I enjoy all that stuff. God, that's, what, that's all I do with this stuff. But... I just think that whatever the hell they're doing, they're they're wrong. And I've been given advice in time from someone, I forget who it was, that you should consider finding a reviewer that works best for you mm-hmm. and that, that is more in line with your thought process. I get that, but I, I still think that there are plenty of – I just think it's ridiculous. What, Tim? This is going to play to Wes's strengths, but I'm going to throw out a conspiracy theory here. Okay. All right. That the studios are – Putting the fix on these reviews. Yeah, yeah, there's that. I believe. I think that's a real thing now. There's, there's definitely, you know, social media influencers. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have people in a room somewhere who are going in there and creating these reviews of these movies to bump them up. Well, I know that was the case. I, I don't know if it was Batman versus Superman or if it was Justice League, but they withheld the Rotten Tomatoes score. Until like after the first week, or until after it was already released, because usually they do it beforehand with the people who get. They the wouldn't early let any release. review. It was Batman versus Superman. Right. They wouldn't let any advance reviews go out. Of That's that right. Film. Yeah, and they and they like must have paid off whoever to kind of hold that back and embargo everything until they felt like it was a good time to release it. You didn't mention Star Wars Episode Five, did you? It's no. on this list. It's number forty-five on this list. Empire. Oh. Empire Strikes Back is forty-five. Forty-five yeah. on this list. And guess what? Uh, the Lego movie was pretty good, though, in this so, defense. So wait, so you're telling me Empire <laughs> is rated lower than Last Jedi? Uh, yeah. Then the the two most recent ones, and The Force Awakens. 
I could almost see because of the new generation. Yeah. Like rating that. You know, but but to say that it's below Last Jedi. Well, that's like one of the greatest reveals of all time, isn't it? Yeah, you know there was See, another. Oh, there was another thing that that you, entire I, list has no validity now. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean. So it's like you know when you're going to review movies or you're going to see you know what should I go watch and you go off these lists. Keep that in mind. Did you you didn't mention what was ahead of Guardians? Did you? I have it in front of me. Did you mention it? I don't think so. True Grit. No. The Yellow of, Submarine ahead of Guardians. Yes, Yellow Submarine. <laughs> 1968's Yellow Submarine is ahead of Guardians. It's not even a real Beatles movie. I, I it's mean, a cartoon. It's in. I don't. It's not even an action movie. It's a 97. It's, it's, it's a freaking musical. It's a 97 percent with 59 votes. 97 percent. Guardians has 91 and 308 votes. How does that like? Where does the math add up? Where, what is, would you call it? their bifocal scoring? Uh, the the Bayesian. The Bayesian. Bifocal. Bayesian. <laughs> uh, the they still make those right. The, yeah, my I, dad wears bifocals. Yeah, I always thought bifocals were. I don't know. I thought oh, no, those are monocles. Never mind. I'm getting fun. Fun trivia question: Who invented the bifocals? Nick? Ben Ben Franklin. Ugh, and what president was he? He was not a president. Oh, nice job. Yes, nice I was. Job. I was a history minor in college. <laughs> believe it or not, he was European the, history. But he was the one. What good does that do? Yeah. Uh, gave me a minor and it looks well, good on the resume. Ben Franklin it, was it helped, an it, ambassador to France. It helps That's me uh, get on this podcast too. Oh, okay. doesn't allow you to dupe me. Right, that's right. Yeah. Are there anybody? I've stepped all over your toes throughout the course of this list. Are there any other ones that I uh, that you have not mentioned that you wanted to get to? Uh, yes, the 2000 release of Chicken Run uh, Wait a comes in at number 58, ahead of Spartacus and The Princess Bride and Ghostbusters. Chicken, chicken, I, chicken Run. I, I'll say this: I, <laughs> I remember as a kid. Your mic's on, so I'm just keeping it on the rest of the show. I remember seeing Chicken Run come out as a kid, and I was thinking, "Oh my God, this movie looks so awesome!" I gotta see it and it was fine but i mean no it doesn't do it for me so so that's the movie with mel gibson doing the voice of the chicken right yeah. so mel oh, gibson wow. as a chicken is ranks higher than lethal weapon yeah obviously <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to you how do you not how do you not see that that's like saying bruce willis as the voice of a talking baby should rank higher than bruce willis as john friggin mclean well now have you seen the sequel to look who's talking net i've unfortunately seen them all Decent movies hold up well. A lot of crossover appeal to that. <laughs> Plus the opening scenes when like it's there, you know what's any, going on. The animated sperm is good. You know good what's going me, on yeah. there. Yeah, that's that's the the champion right there. This list is is an absolute travesty. And yeah. it, Wes and I didn't go and try and make our own list after this either. We, we, no, because we're going through it and it's like oh, this is it's so much easier to dump on everybody else and not come up with a resolution. Right. Right, yeah, that's the, this is the highest rated X Men one is Days of Futures Past. It looks like that's about right, though. I, I feel that's right. That's fair. Yeah, they got that one right. Yeah, uh, you know, whether it should be in the top one hundred is a different question. Uh, but that's that's neither here nor there. Casino Royale makes the list as well, at number sixty five. Uh, no Country for Old Men, very awesome movie. That's also on Netflix right now. I haven't seen it. Not sure I'd call it an action film. No, I think it's more of a drama. drama. Right? Yeah. So Would would you call Back to the Future an action film? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Have you seen Back where, to the where Future? Does that no, rank? you're right. You're right. It's uh, but it's seventy six. Yeah. I don't know. I just that's I, in my top three movies of all time. That's okay, fantastic. But I don't look at it as an action movie like these other ones. Like it yeah, it's more of a comedy. Oh yeah, that's kind of what I look at it as. Or but it's adventure though. That, that, I think that, that, that falls in the adventure that's category. Fair. That, that right? falls in adventure. That's fair. Okay, I can get behind that. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. 
Yeah, those are good. Cr- crouching tire, hidden penis. Yes, actually, know? I think that's actually dragon. Or is that what you <laughs> no, call your penis? No, that's. Uh, you ever seen old school? <laughs> Andy Dick, who has like the best heat check performance ever in a movie, uh, as as the blowjob. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Teacher yeah, yeah. or whatever they hire. Yep. Yep, that's right. He's like, when I come back there, I'm going to teach you a little trick I like to call Crouching Tiger Hayden Penis. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Okay, I remember that now. Yep. Oh, man. That's good stuff. That really makes me laugh. Uh, the Fugitive makes the list at number 81. <laughs> Getting back on topic. I'm laughing at you. Sorry. Yeah. I was wondering if you were going to catch that at first. The Hidden Penis thing? Yeah. I, I, it went over my head initially, obviously. I thought I hid the penis joke well. Mm-hmm. Within yeah. that sentence, yeah, there. I, I get it now. Yeah, it's a bit, bit of a double entendre because it was a hidden penis, and I kind of hate it. Generally speaking, we have to spell something out like that. It makes it less funny. Well, you know, you don't know my sense of humor, Nick. I really uh, don't. My jokes only get better with time. I don't. Is that supposed to be another joke that I'm missing? No, that's just. Uh, I think that's just facts. I'm oh. just dishing out at you right now. Uh, okay. Are there any others on this list before we get uh, to what else has been on our mind? Because uh, yeah, I'm sure you've lost track of time. Movie. What? Babe isn't an action movie. Babe? Yeah. Babe, like the, the, the pig? That might fall under the adventure category. Yeah, oh, okay, cool. Okay, that makes the fun list. fact for 87. you. First movie I ever walked out of. I was a kid, and I said to my grandmother, yeah, Nana, I don't want to watch this anymore. She said, what? Yeah, I'm good. I want to. Let's let's go. Okay, I walked out of Babe. That's the first movie, and I think it's the only movie wow. I've ever walked out of. Does Pee-wee's Big Adventure make this list? No. I've never seen that. I got a tough time with uh, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, though. Why? Because he's kind of in that Kevin Spacey, well, maybe more like the Louis C.K. type of role, how I see him now. He one time went into an adult movie theater and did the same thing that everybody else in the adult movie theater was doing. Yeah, but that... You, the movie yeah, theater is made solely for the purpose of doing that. Uh, for watching the movie. Would you know that from experience? This isn't like a goddamn Gallagher show where everyone just like throwing <laughs> Every, like everybody over yourself else and you're in the okay. was doing it. Are, are we sure? Can we per, confirm We're that? going straight per, through the quads. Everyone's the, uh, doing it. Per the testimony. <laughs> per the testimony. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I don't know. It wasn't, he wasn't Michael Jackson inviting kids back to his house and giving them wine. Well, listen, we got to stay woke on that as well. Uh, there's a whole d- lot of different conspiracy theories we'll, surrounding Michael yeah, Jackson. We'll, we'll talk about that later when that movie comes out. Yeah. Oh, is that coming out? Is that something? They screened it at Sundance. People walked out. Of no kidding. What, Michael Jackson movie? It's a four-hour... What? Uh, the, what? It's a four-hour documentary series. Yeah. And so they were showing it in two halves, and there were people that left at the halfway point and said they couldn't take any more of it. Wow. Because it's that because graphic. Because it's like powerful? Or? Oh, wow. It's that graphic. And it's two kids that were uh, victims, I guess. And uh, they're describing what happened to them. And the oh. people said it was so disturbing and so and like, oh. hit them so hard that they said they couldn't go back in and listen anymore. No kidding. And then there were other people that stayed for the movie. But then when they brought those two kids out who are adults now, they brought them out for a Q&A. There were people that said, I couldn't even be in the same room looking at them. Like with what they were telling me, I had to get up and leave. Wow. Oh, wow. Well, speaking of oh, Michael Jackson, that, yeah. speaking of Michael Jackson, The Lion King comes at an, in at 89. Right. How do you make that connection? It, I, don't, it, I don't know. It's just, it's a, what's it, segue? Transition? I don't know. I just made it work. That's it what I like to call a big market it's a kid, segue. It's a, kid, it's a kid movie? And that's probably a higher rated Matthew Broderick movie than War Games. And that, so that comes in at 89. Look, the thing is that mm. if you're going about the adventure category, it deserves right. to be on this list. But I feel like if the, if, if these kind of movies are on here, then you got to make another list entirely separate. You're opening separate. yourself up. There's a lot of gray area there. Because as an adventure type, you know, as a kid's movie, it's I would say it's the greatest of all time. 
Lion King's probably the greatest of all time. I saw that like seven times in theaters as a kid. Have you seen Three Ninjas? No, I haven't seen Three Ninjas. <laughs> well, let me tell you, you got some homework, my friend. Are you a fan, Tim? Uh, I, I appreciate Wes's sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. That, that's a great... I used to... I never owned that movie. I just rented it like every weekend from the local video store. Now, just Three Ninjas? Or would you also get like Three Ninjas, three ninjas kick, Knuckle uh, Up or... Three kick, Ninjas Kick Back? Yeah, I've seen them all, but specifically... What's the one with uh, Three... Three, uh, three, what's the one with the three ninjas versus Hulk Hogan? I think that's the third one. I think that's Knuckle Up. Okay. For those listening to and then you can't see Tim, you got to keep in mind with this, um, with our show, it's an it's a odd dynamic because we have three people from. I mean, Wes and I aren't aren't that much. Uh, there's not that much of an age gap, but enough. Four or five years, yeah. Four, yeah, four years, I think, right? Yeah, four years. But it's enough of a gap where it's a little. Like we d- we definitely have there's some a, gaps. Yeah, there's between, some space. Yeah, and then Tim's a little bit older than you, so it's like we, we have three different. Like Tim and I, whenever we talk, it's like, oh, have you seen this? Like, what? I've never even heard of that. Right. Tim's a little bit better about with the stuff now, but I'm not as good necessarily with the older stuff from from his era. But not to the cut. history minor over here. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm not, I mean, that's, <laughs> I do apologize too. I got so wrapped up in that I left the camera on Wes. For a significant amount of time, so. Oh, did you? Oh, is it just? Yeah. <laughs> it's just oh. gonna be like me picking my nose <laughs> or something. Not the whole show, but just the last couple of minutes. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Well, you got excited. I mean, most people are, are listening. Well, as much as a lot of people are listening on our WBSM YouTube channel, I'm sure they're listening on GWW Radio or on our own iTunes channel now, or. Yeah. and wherever else we are. Well, uh, well, we'll get into that. We'll get we'll plug ourselves uh, at the end. Yep. I think that's a good place to plug ourselves. I, I think so. But yeah, you yell at Pee Wee Herman for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Was he plugging himself? That's actually a bigger issue than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> what else, though, Wes? Aside from getting prepared for this show and looking over the list, yeah. you did a very thorough job. You came very well prepared this week. I came ready, you know. I didn't have the 13 pages of notes that you came in with last I week. I had but those from reviewing the movie previously. What else I'm watching right now? Sure. I've started Incredibles 2 on Netflix. Okay. Uh, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think Elastigirl is very thick. <laughs> With two C's. Yes. Yeah. Just thicker than a bowl of day-old oatmeal, you know? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's kind of what they're working with there. Okay. Um, but she she seems to be taking a lead role while uh, Mr. Incredible kind of takes more of a backseat sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Also... Ant-Man and the Wasp now streaming on Netflix. I know we just kind of said it was out of place on the Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, on the list it is, but it's Um, a good movie. I really enjoy those movies. Like, one, Paul Rudd is the most likable person on Earth. Like, I don't think there's anything that he does that I wouldn't like. Okay. Um, But the movies are very good. They're self-contained. They don't take themselves too seriously. They mostly involve around heist movies, so I can usually get in on that. Uh, Also, movie that's not that I didn't see on the Rotten Tomatoes Top 100 list, speaking of heist movies, Heat. Action. Heat. Fantastic movie. First time you get Robert De Niro and... Uh, uh, Al Pacino. Thank you. Al Pacino on the big screen together. Oh, okay. Uh, fantastic movie. Val, Val Kilmer. Very long, but good movie. Not on there. Uh, and then also, next week, Big Mouth. If you're a fan of Big Mouth and Nick Kroll, they are coming out with a special Valentine's Day episode on Friday, February 8th, entitled My Furry Valentine. Very, very funny about going through uh, what it's like to go through puberty as a kid. It's a cartoon uh, it's very crass. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I got. And, of course, True Detective Season 3, five episodes in right now, just mm-hmm. picking up speed. I, I'm i fully erect watching that show. You are? Okay, yes. good to hear it's that. It's just hitting the great spots right now. And No pills. No, no, no pills. Oh, I'm, natural. Yeah, also just strong like bull. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. That's good for your, your engagement. That's good for the sake of the show. Yeah, well, yeah, let's, your personal I didn't health. want to take it there, okay? You don't, you don't talk about my fiance like that. 
you've brought her into the show. I mean, it's your own fault. Not right there. I don't want you thinking about me and her. And I wouldn't. What we do. And I'm not. That's not even. <laughs> well, I, I don't need to go that far. Okay. Well, now, now more, that we're already out there, what are you watching um, besides well, me? Well, actually, see, you always make it where it's about what I'm watching. I don't always. I, I finally watched Venom. Uh, first, I'll touch on okay. that, actually. I finally watched Venom. Um, I liked it. I'd give it like at a 10, probably like a 7, 7, 7.7. 7. Um, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was good. I, I would watch it again. Uh, I think it's a good, it'd be kind of a good background movie too because it has a, a, some awesome action. The way they have Venom on camera, I think they do an exceptional, an exceptional job with that. The story as a whole, though, I mean, if it wasn't Venom, then I probably wouldn't be drawn into watching it. Like mm-hmm. you know, the Mission Impossible movie that just came out most recently was supposed to be really good. It was very it was good well one. received. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, and it's like it's not a priority for me because I got other stuff that I want to watch and, and kind of in my mind have to watch. That that's gonna take a backseat as good as it may be. Now my one argument to go see that movie is that you can see I believe he has the mustache in there that was Oh um, Henry Cavill, yeah. Yeah, that was erased out photoshopped too, out. It's in the previews though too, yeah. so we gotta taste that. Now the other thing that we I wanted to touch on that was actually um would have been a part of our news, but we had other important things that we had to get to and we took a long time on the teaser stuff because kinda have to. Yeah. Um uh, there's some news that Tim actually, our uh, faithful producer, informed us about Legion, and Tim is actually a Legion fan. I have not watched Legion. Didn't get it right. You watch have, everything. But exactly. But I know enough about Legion to know that you know kind of what the characters like, and and obviously we know that he is one of Charles Xavier's sons or right. children. Um, I, he actually, we I actually dealt. With, you're dealing with um, in Mister in uh, Mister and Mrs X with Gambit and Rogue. You deal with another one of Xavier's. Kids, kind of. Anyways, um, apparently they have cast Xavier in Legion, and it's going to be played by Harry Lloyd. Now, who is Harry Lloyd? Because I had no idea who the hell that was. Thankfully, Tim informed me. He starred in the original Dumb and Dumber, right? That's that's exactly what I thought when I heard it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I it's like they're going to have that. Harry and Lloyd share the role. That's That'd be a nice kind of I nice would much rather take. have them do that than the guy who plays Daenerys Targaryen's brother. Was it Viserys or... Yeah, Viserys. Viserys Targaryen Viserys, is yeah. going to be the newest Charles Xavier. You have got to be kidding me. He's a little shit in how, that show. How does that make any sense in anybody's mind? But you know, you know what works? It's like usually the characters that you hate... You hate because they do a good job of playing the villain. Like I think he did such a good job of being hateable, much like um, the whiny baby. Joffrey. Yeah. Joffrey was like a, someone that you could really get behind and hate. Like that, how is that your Charles Xavier though? Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, it maybe, makes no sense. Maybe we only see him in that role as Viserys. Um, so maybe he'll come out and like surprise. Maybe he is a good actor. I don't know. I'm just gonna look at him and say that's the dude who pissed off Aquaman, and then he turned his head into a. But gold vase. Yeah, what a way to go out. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could have worse ways, right? Less glorious ways? Is that a glorious way to die? I think that's pretty badass, man. Your head's gold. I don't know if that's badass, though, because you've been talking so much crap about being the dragon, and then you can take the fire. Turns out that your sister is the badass in the Yeah, but you don't have to deal with the backlash of that. You're already dead. She's awesome, and he sucks. And he was just dragging her down the whole time. I mean, the only good thing that he did was he helped her, you know, get it on with Kyle Drogo. Yeah, he was kind of pimping her out, though. He was. That was terrible. But it worked out. I think it worked out for her in the end. She found love in the end, in a place where she wasn't expecting to find love. Just like Rihanna, we found love in a broken place. Hopeless place, isn't it? Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah. And so you know, we're not, not worth splitting hairs over. Yeah. But anyways, um, we got to tell you what we're thinking about for next week, and we got to plug ourselves first. Wes. Yes. Where can the people? 
listen to and watch us? Well, uh, on the WBSM YouTube station, uh, of course. That's where 1410 WBSM and 1420. New Bedford. 1420. Wow, I'll get that down. Yeah, 1410 plus 10. Yes, you didn't let you me go. finish, Nick. No, I'm so sorry. Uh, but other than that, you can find us on Google, Radio Public, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Stitcher. Oh, good. We're on and, Stitcher. Someone has asked me that. And newly iTunes. Yes. Finally. Uh, so you can also find us on Twitter at the Change My Mind Pod. Yes, sir. Uh, always tweet us. We're looking for nice feedback and a little back and forth. Maybe uh, take what we do here on the podcast and bring it over to the internet world, if you will. And you can also listen to us on SoundCloud and yes. uh, iTunes for GWW Radio as well, if you prefer those. Hey, Nick? How about you plug yourself? Do you want to plug each other? Oh, Do you want well, to plug me and I'll plug you? Well, Wesley, you can find him on Twitter at Wesley Sykes underscore. It's W-E-S-L-E-Y. No T in there, morons. No, no and no Z either. There's no Z in my name. Exactly. And then uh, Wesley's podcast is the Cape Cod Pod. Is that right? Uh, no, it's close. So this one's a, a mouth twister. So it's the Cape Pod Sportscast. It's your leading go-to mouth twister. Cape Cod Sports uh, podcast for high school kids. Kids, yeah. I think we really cornered that market there. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, you can find Nick at Fry underscore Guy One, mm-hmm. or if you want to get into little Celtics or Red Sox talk, he's always good for that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Nick underscore Fryer. Yes, sir. Look at you. Wow, pretty and, good. And, and then you get the Seems Legit Pod, exactly where we'd like to debate about old baseball teams, and we talk about news too. Of course, we address the the big things going on in the baseball world, but we like to talk about you know why Ken Griffey Jr. is better. Then Barry Bonds, which Wes and I actually debated um, <laughs> texting the other day preparing for the show. Yes, you helped me get through my cardio uh, on the day as I was nervously working through uh, Super Bowl jitters. We won't get into that, however. That's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think to sum up this episode is that we can consider ourselves master debaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're, we're always... Really hammering on the whole Pee Wee Herman thing, aren't right. you? All right, well, we're just really <laughs> chucking away one load at a time, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's it. So I think next week, yes. uh, speaking of master debation, yes. um, we will be talking about romantic comedies in some way, shape, or form yes. ahead of Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do something like this, but I don't. I don't know if I want to hammer out the. Uh, we could always share our, uh, you know, sob. Uh, not Valentine's Days, but bad, funny stories about re- who, past relationships. Who has a worst? Uh, who has a worst? Uh, worst breakup? Yeah, story. Yeah. I, I have one. Particularly bad one. That's pretty much it, though. But anyways, well, you know, I don't want you to re- reopen up some wounds. You know, this oh, isn't like me, a Doctor Phil type of thing. Like you, you know, just something to have a little fun with. Okay, yeah. I, I, I have no problem with that. I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. Okay, well, I'm that's not going it. To suppress uh, any of my feelings or anything like that. Well, that's... I'm going to keep stalling till I can get the computer going back again <laughs> and uh, get the outro music going. Until <laughs> uh, next week, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, Change My Mind Podcast.